0: Welcome
2: to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat
3: bastards want to eat some of this.
4: With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Steven Woods. (laughs) That was incredible. And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio on 97.3 The Fan.
1: Good morning everybody. Do the show bitch. Yeah.
2: watch it uh, like 50 times a day in my house. That's uh, Juan Soto, of course. How we doing? How we doing? It's uh, Ben and Woods. It's Monday, March 13th, uh, 2023. And you're listening to uh, our program on 97.3 The Fan. Many of you are watching on YouTube. Uh, I am Woodsy. That's Paul Reindel. He is our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. And uh, Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, is here as well. Good morning, Benjamin. Good
4: morning. YouTube chat is about uh, morning coffee already. Oh, they're already talking yeah, about it. Yeah, You know, Starbucks, Dutch Brothers, what do you get? I go I go with the app, 99 Cent McCafe, just black coffee. Well, I put a creamer in it, but just regular coffee it's, usually.
2: It's interesting you bring up coffee this morning, mm. too, because our very own Paul Rindel had a, a bit of a coffee mishap to get Monday going Paul what the you week. did
1: I'm gonna go ahead and just uh preemptively blame the time change on this one um, still a little early but yeah you ever um <laughs> you ever start the coffee the curing machine without, the, thing under... without the, cup, oh, the cup the mug no. under yeah oh no I had the uh the thermos and I washed it out and was ready to go and then I just kept hearing like the dripping onto the uh, countertop you yeah. know Oh. I did it with a
4: whole coffee maker, not just a Keurig one cup once. So. Uh, oh, yeah, oh. <laughs> d- 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 like pots. D- d- d-
1: yeah, pot. Where's the pot? But there was no pot. No pot.
4: Brewing into the. Yeah.
1: Luckily, into the the space. Uh, the catch all the, the <laughs> tray or whatever was still in place and caught. I don't know seven or eight of the twelve ounces of coffee but I was pouring. The, then it's the. And then I had to do the delicate the like walkover. It's like a six-foot walk to the sink, and I'm just like, get there, get there. There's like a little bit, a tiny bit of hot coffee spilled onto my it's hands. I'm like, slapping slap, slap it over the side yeah. like a boat. You're like, <laughs> yes. oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God.
2: I never can make the transition either.
4: You're trying to remember what you learned about surface tension <laughs> yeah. in high school. You're like, dude, just eat A little easy, bit higher easy. than the top, but like, somehow
1: it's not spilling if I don't move it at all. It was like 4.45. I just looked over the clock and just said,
2: oh. it's tough, dude. Mm. Oh you know, look, morning radio show hosts Ooh. are some of the only people in the country uh, that hate the time change. And and I, I bitch about it every year. For me, too, the morning sucks. It sucks. I feel like death right now. That said, for the I was other, feeling
1: fine up until the coffee episode. The
2: other thing that really is is awful for me is I lose my nights. I lose a little bit of my nights because guess who stays up a little bit later now? Because it's stark bright outside my children. My children, my five-year-old and my two-year-old. You know, it's 7 o'clock last night, which is normally when it's like Taylor Taylor will get his ass to bed about 6.30, 6.45 some nights, which is great. And then Bo will go down right after, and then you feel like you have the night. So I look up last night, and I'm like, oh, cool, it's 7.30. So then by the time I get them down, it's 8. And that's, I've lost an hour of my evening because I, I cannot, I have to get in bed and rest my brain and to be able to come in and do this. And so I, I, I just was like, this sucks. I hate it. And I'll get used to it, you know, like the rule changes in baseball. I will adapt. I will get used to it at some point. But um, it really is jarring the first couple of days. Um, and, and while we're on the topic, Ben, you don't even know this. Paulie, I teased him last night a little bit with, uh, I did it again. I did it
4: again. I have a new you know that, There could be so many directions <laughs> where I did it again went. I, my first thought was he fell out of a hammock and banged no, his head again. I only did that that was one it. time. Well that's why that this, would be, this would be again if you did it again. This
2: all right, let's let's play twenty questions.
4: <laughs> so it wasn't a hammock. Alright. So did it involve personal injury? No. Okay. Uh let's see. Did it involve um Authorities or the law in some oh, way? No, absolutely not. Not okay. Um, did it involve gastric distress? No. All right. Maybe I'm being too generic or too specific. Well, I mean, these all questions. these
2: are things that I, yeah. I go through. on it. <laughs> These have all happened. These have all happened. Things happen that, a lot. He, that has
4: happened to Woods again.
2: What is something that I uh, am am almost notorious for? We've done. We've talked about it recently. I'll give you that hint.
4: Did it involve you being petty or? Bitter about something. I mean, that's <laughs> very standard. Yeah, I can just go ahead and say
2: yes for yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Um, but no, this is something that, uh, it's a habit of mine. It's, ah. uh, it's something that I've been doing, uh, that I do from time to time. Um, and I'll give you another hint. Sleep <laughs> or lack thereof.
4: Sleep or lack thereof.
2: See, it's funny. I said to Polly, Pauly, I did it again
4: and he, he immediately he knew what knew, it was and he
2: goes I go I'll fill you in on what I what I bought what, what you bought tomorrow, tomorrow which is today I did the old the
1: old ambient purchase got me
4: again Oh you did the it again you old, bought something on
1: ambient so You get hopped up on ambient yeah. you open up Amazon Inst- Instagram it's what
2: gets me every single time targeted Instagram ads got me again my wife came in yesterday with a box about uh, about the size of a case of beer she goes what is this and i said what is it and she said slate milk i go what and she goes it's made out to you it says slate milk on it slate milk i go i didn't i don't know what you're talking about like i'm trying to watch this game you're breaking my balls what is it She's like, it's made out to you. It's from slate milk. What did you buy? I go.
4: You milk a slate, Greg? I go, <laughs> I, go,
2: <laughs> I, go I go, I'm not hiding anything from you. I don't know what you're talking about. And so I, we go into the kitchen, and I open it up, and there's a case of slate milk. It's right here. Slate milk. Slate milk classic chocolate ultra filtered milk in like a red bull can and I go what, what the hell? I go I, I didn't buy this so the email address that's attached to my PayPal is my gmail account which I never use I never use it it was set up to for the for a radio show I used to uh produce and and host my lost weekend show which was an alt country show I never check it I get 1,000 spam emails a day to it. I never look at it. So I pull it up last night. I go, oh, yep, there it is. <laughs> Monday night, 9.40 p.m. I, or I was on Instagram, and here it is. It's Slate Classic Chocolate Ultra-Filtered Milk, lactose-free, 20 grams of protein, 110 calories, 0 grams of added sugar.
4: You bought... Cans of chocolate milk. I bought
2: cans of chocolate milk. This is last Monday (laughs) night. Monday night, a week ago tonight at nine forty p.m. I ordered a case of this. Probably because it was like it was probably some meathead, and he said, "You know how I lost weight? I drink Slate chocolate milk with twenty grams of protein. It tastes amazing." And so I like chocolate milk. I like protein drinks, and I bought it. And so I was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna." It says sh- it's, it's in a can. It says. Sh- I
4: hope it's not carbonated.
2: You know, it says shake gently, <laughs> okay. crack slowly. Our drinks are ultra excited to jump right out of their cans and help you crush your day. Make sure to give them a little shake and crack with care, then shamelessly chug away.
4: The last thing you want to be is covered in chocolate milk all morning. So <laughs> all right, so all right, you right, there you, f- go. you first. No, thank you. Try it. It's
2: not heroin. I'm not, hey Ben, take a bump of this. It's just chocolate milk.
4: It's chocolate milk with a bit of a <laughs> healthy taste, it's some taste, sort.
2: Taste? Help? You want to try it, Polly? No.
4: Yeah, I mean, you can you can definitely taste the. Uh, it's not rich and creamy. It's more of a <laughs> like
2: it's just like filled with aspartame, yeah. maybe. <laughs> yeah,
4: well, that was zero grams of added sugar. Well. Part of it that I, I've know. got
2: 19 more of them where that <laughs> right, came from there if anybody go. needs them. So I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Oh, by the way, take a guess on what would you pay for a case of chocolate Ooh, milk, at your milk at your 20, local grocery 20 store? 20 of
4: those cans of chocolate milk. I'm going to um, say... It wasn't
2: 20. Actually,
1: it's 12. Well, well that's okay, it. Okay, that changes things. Yeah, Um 99 No, 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 no.
4: No, that's a tiny can. Uh <laughs> If you paid more than nineteen ninety nine, you are getting it was ripped off.
2: Forty dollars, <laughs> Wow. forty dollars. I have pissed away on Slate 12, chocolate on milk on
4: twelve tiny cans By of the chocolate way, milk. It tastes not great. It no. doesn't taste great. It's not
2: great. Not great at all. Not great at all. She looked at me. She's like,
1: "You are." I need to. I want to see s- the ad now. That got such you. such an idiot.
2: Yeah, yeah, if you could find the Slate <laughs> chocolate milk ad. But it, it, it it's probably like hey add 40 yards to your drive with this yeah it
1: reels <laughs> me like, in. oh that sounds great
2: <laughs> it is so i'm the worst that sleep aid i have to get off of it because a i can't afford it okay <laughs> it's thing is you sleep really really good once you actually fall asleep it's the lead-in from taking it to win, I'd have to, so have to take my phone from me. Who knows what what's next? But Instagram, there's a guy that makes Instagram targeted ads. He's like, this MFR again. I got him again. You guys, I got him again. I got him again.
4: He's, He's like employee of the year at Instagram. <laughs> this dumb
2: bastard will buy anything that we put up on Instagram. I get a case of milk. I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? So. Times are hard, man. I spent $40 on a case of canned milk.
4: Speaking of what are you doing, the other question on the YouTube stream this morning is what happened to your face? I shaved. It's gone. All the hair mm-hmm. on your face is gone. It's
2: very jarring. It is. It's jarring. I look like a uh, 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 a lone shark or like a deviant or my kids last night, Bo goes, Dad, I hate it. I hate I hate your face is, was a quote. And I said, I don't know what I did. I just wanted to, like, you know. Uh, just
4: reset. Just like a reset. It'll come back. Yeah.
2: And uh, it looks terrible. It looks horrible. <laughs> My wife hates it. Um, everything sucks, basically, is what I'm trying to say at this point. But at least I have 20 grams of protein. I mean, I have to drink <laughs> these now. I can't
4: waste. No, them. you you have, to have, you have to use them all the way up.
2: Hmm. Oh, God. I mean, I'll get used to it, I guess. No protein drink really tastes all that great. But protein, very important. Very, yeah, very yeah, important.
4: Maybe this is the key to getting healthy. This is it. <laughs> stupid, This dude. is finally it's you so, found the key to getting healthy. so
2: stupid. Chocolate milk in a can. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you doing,
4: dude? So,
2: all right, I'm going to have to kick the... Uh...
4: Slate's a weird word for it. It I is. Mean,
2: well, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't know what I was thinking. I do know what I was thinking. I was like, well, this will be great. You know, a little protein on the go. Uh, Paulie and I were talking about Paulie drinks, the Pure Proteins. I like those. Uh, those are pretty tasty. But I never go to Co- – uh, Premier Protein. Those Premier, are good. Yeah. I never go to Costco, and you can buy those by the truckload there. Yeah. Um, I've also – I've told my wife, I go, I'm going to have to start making at least one, maybe one every other week, maybe a Costco run. Do. You, you do a Costco run every week, Ben. You do one every week, right?
1: Uh, we're every, every other week,
2: two weeks, I'd say. Yeah, maybe every, right, two, every weeks. two weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, so now I've got, on Instagram, targeted ads, I've got uh, a case of Peter Luger's steak. That wasn't Instagram. That I went to their website because I was watching Sopranos. But I bought a case of Peter Luger's steak sauce. You couldn't eat a 12-bottle. F- yeah. Yeah, I mean, no way. You would, your heart would explode before you finished your bottles. I bought a picnic set, and I bought a Joe Frazier sweatshirt. Off of Instagram and now Slate
4: canned chocolate. Canned milk. chocolate. Why milk. Slate? It's, <laughs> it's simply delicious. The best.
2: By the way, if you own a business and <laughs> you want us to promote your business yep. as well as I've promoted uh, Slate, we could do that. <laughs> Just product place on the Woods's uh, ambient
4: purchases. It can be. Theme. It can be like a, a segment on the show every single week. Uh, we got a lot of good segments when I'm on today. Ambient, I go to 7 yeah. Mile Casino. We, <laughs> we've got a ton to Don't talk take about. do and Drive. Had a fun show outing uh, Saturday night. Uh, we all went out to the Loyal game and saw their home opener. We can talk about, uh, that was fun to see everybody, all the locals out there, and a win for the Loyal. We have the brackets in the NCAA tournament revealed. The field of 68, San Diego State getting a five seed yesterday. We have,
2: we have so much to talk yeah. about, and I know what we're going to do. We're going to blow all of it today, and then tomorrow we'll be like, what should we talk about tomorrow? There's so much to talk about in sports. It's almost overwhelming with World how much we have baseball to get
4: to. classic, Team
1: USA spanked Saturday, by Mexico last Saturday night. Saturday legit like felt weird because for the first there time so in a much. long time, from start to finish, there were sports on. When I woke up. WBC all day, Had WBC all day long, up until all the six game yep. at three o'clock. And then there was more WBC that then, night the, when we then, got home from the local the, uh, uh, the Royal match. game. I, mean, I was like, and I was
2: watching <laughs> seals on my phone. And I'm like, this is too much. It's just too much. So we'll, I'm sure we will uh, blow the whole thing today. And then the rest of the shows this week will be terrible. But this today is going to be a lot of fun. We have oh. a lot to get to.
4: Obviously lots of Padres talk from the weekend as well. Get you caught up on what's happening out in spring training as we are now uh, just about two and a half weeks away from opening day, uh, getting closer and closer. We'll get into all of it coming up. Uh, listener Maggie won a Daily Ditty selection, so her pick to start the week coming up next, and then we'll get into it. Good morning, everybody. I know, tough one. Everybody getting up at the time change. It feels earlier. It is earlier, uh, even though the clock says 6.15. It is definitely an early one with Ben and Woods. See how that traffic is looking this morning. Get first looks from Kelly here and then back with more on San Diego's number 1 sports station, 973 The Fam.
2: For the uh, Daily Diddy today, Tom Morello and the Bloody Beat Roots. The song is Lightning Over Mexico. And uh, I've got a feeling on why she picked that song last night after the USA got completely bodied, bodied by the uh, the Mexican team in the WBC. What a uh, what
4: congratulations a, to them.
2: No doubt, man. What an interesting game. Had probably, we had a ton of tier ones. Um, Uh, rooting for Mexico last night. And again, I've said it before, and people have gotten mad at me. I look at the USA roster, and it doesn't get me excited about Team USA. I look at the the Team USA jerseys, and I go, oh, my God. Then you see the Mexico jerseys last night. The shiny name and number on the back – it was awesome. Oh, they look so clean. I mean, just the cleanest unis I've ever seen. They look so good, and they... Well, when Great Britain sets the bar, it's not that hard to... Uh... <laughs> Great Britain looks like, dude, we need uniforms now. I forgot to order uniforms.
1: You left them over there? Let's just make <laughs> just... some
2: here. They're horrible. Uh... Uh, but anyway, that was uh, Tom Morello, and uh, you know who Tom Morello is. Does that ring any bells for you, Ben?
4: Tom Morello. Definitely the name sounds familiar. Tom Morello is the uh, one of the...
2: Most innovative guitar players, maybe ever. But he was in Rage Against the Machine. He was the the guitar player for Rage Against the Machine, Audio Slave. He's got a good uh, solo career as well, and he makes sounds out of the guitar that most guitar players, myself included, you watch him play and you go, all right, never mind. I don't. I mean, what am I? Why am I? Why would I even try? Because uh, the things he's able to do is is really truly next level. So. Uh, Thank you, Maggie. Great, great pick.
4: My uh, son was at that game last night at Chase Field. Went over the weekend to attend. He attended three of the World Baseball Classic games uh, in Arizona. It's unbelievable. uh, Before the game, I tweeted it out, though. He was my source. Uh, He said, it was about 25 minutes before the game, he said, I just saw Joe Musgrove. He's here. He's wearing a Nick Martinez jersey, (laughs) supporting Nick. And I thought that was really cool. Um, We were saying it off the air. Joe is just... I mean, he's not just, he's a good guy he's a good family guy he's a great teammate yeah. he's a great leader we're lucky he's yeah. been he's he's great on the air when he comes on on the radio he's he's just such a solid all-around baseball and person just combined into one package we are extremely extremely
2: lucky to have Joe Musgrove on on our baseball on our baseball team uh in our lives uh back in San Diego where he was born and raised. And if you haven't gotten a chance to see the spotlight, I know many of you out there don't have Bally's. If there's a way to find the spotlight that they I
1: was did. looking for it uh, to either record to the cable box yeah. to watch later or find it online or on the Bally's app. I could not find it. I watched it just after a, after a spring a, training a, a game, game or something yeah. last week. But it's been hard to find on demand. It's... Um it's number
2: one, all those spotlights that they do are great. Uh, it's why as a family, I mean, now uh, talk to me in June after they've been replaying the same ones. We're like, oh my God, I gotta see this one again. That being said, the spotlight that they did on Joe, it will make you cry. I mean, I'm pretty soft, so a lot makes me cry, but that one got me really good. It's fathers, it's sons, it's baseball. Uh, it's being unsure of your talent, your ability, uh, losing your way a little bit. Uh, at a time in his life when his dad was really ill, it's family, it's it's the sisters, it's the mom. Bro, I'm watching this, and and you see how he interacts with fans. You see how active he is in the community. You see him putting on a Nick Martinez jersey last night and going to watch his buddy pitch. It's just, that's a different level of... of of person, it's just a different, different level,
4: but he's also as intense as it comes Correct. with the workouts oh. underwater, and, it, and you know, then, I-
2: and then by the way, they go back and they revisit the no hitter uh, <laughs> on this much maligned franchise that had never had a no hitter, had gotten close a couple of times. And then you watch that guy do it again, and you get to relive that moment that we all just lost our minds. One of those times you never forget. You'll never forget where you were. You'll never forget that moment. The ground ball to Hassan Kim. You know he's going to get it, and it's just he's uh, just a really really well done piece of of video on a really great great human being.
4: Unfortunately, Nick Martinez took the loss you yesterday. Know. Started out the game, gave up uh, an infield single to Randy Orozarena. He was originally called out. They went to a long replay review. Called him safe on the review and then and he was safe. He he was safe. safe. Yeah. It was it was the right call. But then uh, Orozarena was, you know, trying to steal and I don't know if Nick Martinez was worried about the base runner, but he laid one right in there to Joey Manessis, uh, who had a two-run homer. After that, he settled in, went two and two-thirds innings, uh, gave up one more run. Wasn't the worst pitcher by any stretch of the imagination. Brady Singer gave up four runs. Daniel Bard gave up four runs in just two-thirds of an inning. But uh, Manessis hit another three-run homer. He was the hero last night for Team Mexico in what ended up being an 11-5 win. If you didn't stay up late, uh, that one went deep into the night. Uh, But now the United States uh, drops to one and one. You know they should still they still have really their control of their own destiny if they win their next two games they'll be in but you know now a little bit nervous a little more pressure for Team USA they can't afford any more mess ups if they want to make sure they advance into the knockout round at the World Baseball Classic
2: guys I, call me crazy but is the is Team USA not the perfect example of you don't just win games on paper like and it's very. It's kind of parallel to what we're about to go through with the San Diego Padres this season. Am I wrong? You look at our lineup, you look at our defense, you go, Woo, Mom Cita. All right. I love you, Darvish, and Blake Snell and Joe Musgrove at the top. Um, I love what I've seen from a couple of guys um, you know, gonna gonna earn their way into the rotation. We should roll over people. There is no guarantee in this game. There's no guarantee. The USA with that lineup that they're running out there been massive target. Massive target, they're tweeting out, loaded, there's no lineup like this in baseball. And Team Mexico goes, okay, cool. And they go out and they lay the wood to us. And I think that's, I'm not saying that that's going to happen to the Padres in the regular season, but it's such a good reminder that baseball sucks and you just never know. And I'm so glad I don't bet. I think I would have lost almost every game in the WBC I, so far. I think I, I would have I lost mean,
4: every the game. I mean, the Dominican Republic, you could say the same thing about their loaded 100%. lineup. and And they got shut down. Juan Soto had a, a couple of hits and double, but they got shut down uh, by Venezuela. They've been the story of the tournament They've so been unbelievable. far. Venezuela has been incredible. Uh, Hasan Kim had a couple of home runs uh, this weekend. Korea just won 22-2 to he... uh, a few minutes ago against China. Uh, but, uh, you know that wild pool that had all five teams ended up two and two uh Italy and Cuba end up advancing out of that pool A uh while Chinese Taipei goes two and two and they get relegated to have to qualify uh next time just all on tiebreakers at the end so anything can happen it's it's four baseball games it's not a 162 game season it's not even a best of 7 series it's four baseball games pretty much anything can happen here in the World Baseball Classic
2: yeah and and again i, I i'm I, I think it's a good Reminder that uh, just because you have a really, really loaded lineup out there that other teams are going to be gunning for you. And I think for the first time in their history ever, the San Diego Padres are that team where you look at and go, oh, uh, all this hype. Oh, look at the hype machine rolling into San Diego. Oh, 40,000 people filling out Petco Park. Let's take it to these guys tonight. It's going to be different. Now, it's a I think different if, if the United
4: States and Mexico play ten times, I think the United States should win six or seven of them.
2: I mean, but yeah.
4: I, I, you know, it's one game, and and Mexico had it going last night.
2: Save this because I do want to talk about, um, I do want to talk about roster construction and and more WBC. We're going to be joined by our buddy Jordan Schusterman. Uh, he's part of the brilliant, brilliant Cespedes Barbecue uh, podcast and Twitter feed, and we've had Jordan on before. That guy. They are so into the WBC. uh, We'll be able to talk a little bit more about it with him.
4: Jordan and all of our guests will be on at 835, appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. Uh, When we come back, sad news out of Padre Spring Training. I think sad is the right way to to put it. it. It probably won't affect the season too much, but I was really bummed to see what happened over the weekend to your San Diego Padres. Also, maybe some first thoughts on the Aztecs in the NCAA tournament and uh, where they are seated and where they are headed. I think both good news and bad news uh, for San Diego State and their fans. So we'll get to all of that coming up. It is Monday morning. Glad to have you with us on San Diego's number 1 sports station, 97.3 The Fan. time of the year, college basketball, of course, but also the Ben and Woods tournament of drops. We did all the seating on Friday and coming up at eight o'clock, we will reveal the first eight of our first round matchups from the Ben and the Paul regions, the Woods and Adam regions will come tomorrow in the first round. And then you'll be able to go to our Twitter page and vote. So I got relegated with Adam. You're not relegated. You're just, it's, it's, you know, it's day one, day two. I'm, you I'm, have to do half of them one day and half of them the other day. They're not. It's not like better or worse. Ben and Paul
2: and more Woods important, and Adam. That's Just one my... on
4: the left side or the top, the top half, and then the bottom half or the left half or the and right Adam. half. Huh. I
2: got a bad draw. That means you got a bad draw the, out of the shoe.
4: That means the champion of your bracket will meet the champion of the Adam bracket in the final four. Oh, I like it then.
1: It's going to yeah. be. Uh, it's, it's be dicey gnar- if you look It's gnarly at, if it's all chalk. The number 1 yes. seeds all advance. Yes. The left side of the bracket, Ben and Paul regions would have Carving Guy. Have you tried the lasagna yet? Going up against Carving Guy. Did you catch the game last night? <laughs> wow. My guess is a Carving Guy drop will represent the left half of chalk, the bracket. A uh, chalk. Correct?
4: Someone, it's going to be tough to beat both of those oh, and yeah. go all the and way And then through. the
1: other two Final Four teams, if it's chalk... Would be the one seed from the Woods region. Can I get a ho-yeah from Bo Bo and and Taylor? Taylor, Pretty good. And then the Adam region is, was it extra sweet (sighs) because it was against the Dodgers? Jesus, God.
4: That could be a sensational matchup, but it never ends up being chalk. There's always some upsets. There's always upsets. There's always upsets in the tournament and the tournament of drops.
1: Man. just going to have to wait and see.
4: I love oh. the tournament of drops.
2: I I was kind of out on it last year, and I'm all the way back in on it. And I think because we got so many good drops this year, <laughs> I feel like we were really scrounging last year. Thank God last... for that
1: carving guy video. The
2: carving guy video is the greatest thing to happen <laughs> to this program ever, ever. What? Who won last year?
1: Uh...
4: Bo one year one. Bo one year one. Last year was. Last year. I have it somewhere. It was who was year? last
1: year? Last Oh, was that. Uh... It was a th- three versus a three yeah. Wow. in the finals, and uh, Ben, saying Poundtown, lost <laughs> <laughs> to Don Orsillo with Now We're Gonna Fight. And now, now We're, we're Gonna, gonna fight. fight!
2: That one, I remember I was upset about that last year. I didn't think that should have been the winner, but hey, listen, it's it's up to the tier ones. To the vote. other
1: final four teams of last year's bracket were t- a Ben's stomach noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and uh are you laughing Biatch. that's the one i wanted and i was very upset were, yeah. that yeah. i that was
2: upset you that were all in lost. on that one
1: the yeah. uh, the,
4: the whole at home bracketologists are already mad i got a tier one who dm me and said how did you leave adam jones out of the field calling us fat, fat bastards yeah. <laughs>
2: Maybe because we're tired of being called fat or bastards. Or maybe that maybe the, we
4: made a mistake. The bra- the, the people putting together the brackets always make a mistake of or course. two. yes, yeah. you know? course. People a snub. were outraged that four Mountain West teams got into the tournament this year. Nevada, everyone said, oh, they're going to the NIT after they lost in the Mountain West tournament. But they got in. They're in a play-in game against Arizona State. Four Mountain West teams make it. That was a big shocker on Selection Sunday yesterday. Uh, I'm
2: excited to have you uh, Ben-splain. When do you want to do that? I'd like to do a whole... S- oh, 735, 735. Yeah, Ben's going to Ben-splain the entire thing, because uh, I'll be honest with you, I was not watching Selection Sunday. I did not. I followed Twitter to I see was, where the Aztecs were. and went. thank
3: God.
1: The Aztecs were in the very first bracket, the first region, first and they region. were like the, the third
4: game or something? I think they were the fifth team announced. So they had the first four, the 116, 8, 9, and then the fifth seed yeah. in the South came up, and it was right away San Diego State. In fact, the Aztecs players, you know how they gather to watch yeah. it, the reveal? <laughs> they, a couple of them weren't even paying attention. Yeah. They were still looking at their phones like, we're so early, it's yeah. not going to be us. It was like 3 of us. 4 PM I'm just like, just Wait, like... what? what?
2: All right. San Diego State? It's us. So they don't they don't have like a docket? It's just random.
4: Uh, you? you could be anywhere. They knew they were in, but they it could be anywhere in the sixty eight. I mean, they figure they're probably looking at the five and the six seeds when they come out. Yeah. But it's just usually I've been to a few of those, and it always feels like San Diego State. They're in the last one of the last ones to be announced. There is no reason why that would be true. Uh, you know, it's they were the according to the committee though they were the uh, the number one five seed. Good. So they almost got a four seed. They're seventeenth overall seed in the country for San Diego State, and I know the reaction yesterday was. Wow, that's a really tough matchup. College of Charleston went save thirty-one it, and it, three. It, save, uh, here's my tease: I disagree with I disagree with the majority of people who are getting way of what way they said ahead of yourself. All right, uh, I was I, worried about that. Today. I saw two <laughs> um, I saw two quotes that I really liked this weekend from Padres camp in spring training. Get to those and uh, the sad news out of camp as well. After a check of traffic here on ninety-seven three, the fan. This Arrowhead Woods brought to you by Pfizer and BioNTech. You're keeping up with updated traffic and weather, but are you doing the same when it comes to COVID-19? Sign up now for reliable info on COVID-19 and a vaccine option, resources and more at pfizercovid19.com, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. So, uh, the sad news, get it out of the way first. heard, you know, Craig Stammen had a shoulder injury and they said, "That eh, might not be as bad as they feared." Mm, it's not good. I think he- you guys-
2: he suffered the injury. So this is the weird part. You guys remember, we did like a whole Craig Stammen segment we did. on Friday. And yeah, I felt pretty bad because I was the one saying, hey, like, I, not, I didn't go so far as to say we've moved beyond the need for a Craig Stammen because everyone was making the case, Ben, that if you have Craig Stammen in the bullpen, he can be effective at times. Um, that being said... The old we-need-a-guy-for-veteran-leadership-in-the-bullpen felt like a little bit of the Padres of, of you know, behind us. And I thought to myself, we've got enough arms, enough young talent, enough—there's enough veteran leadership to where you don't want to put a guy on the roster— just for that move. We're not there anymore. He was
4: throwing so well, though. But he was pitching he, well. He was tra- at least training. making the argument that maybe he deserved a spot.
2: No question. There's no question. There. He came back on a minor league deal, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yep, correct. Came back on a minor yeah. league deal. And sure, man, you see that and you go, hey, if, you, if you're if you effective, then great. Andy Green, that was his guy. That was his number one dude. He went to Stammen so much that he became, you know, quite ineffective. Everyone was seeing him all the time. He ended up starting that playoff game for us in 2020 and getting the job done. And yeah, man, there's been some moments with Craig Stamets, certainly. But in my mind, on Friday when we were talking about it, it was I don't want to put a guy on the roster just to have the the dad of the bullpen anymore. But and then I felt terrible because he got injured that day, came off the mound uh, with some trainers, and but then I saw a piece by Kevin Ac that said. Uh, it's actually not as bad as they thought, and then 24 hours later, it was. This is the end for Craig Stanton. Yeah. and I was like, "Oh God, the old Ben and Woods curse strikes yeah, again." Yeah, ruptured
4: shoulder capsule, and oh, and while Craig said, no. "I'm not, I'm not announcing my retirement. I'm, I'm pretty realistic that this is probably it. It's, Ooh. it's a months and months and months recovery, and if he has surgery, it's even longer. So it just doesn't seem like there's an avenue for him to come back, uh, which is, which is a bummer now." You know, le- veteran leadership. Do you have to be going out onto the field? I'm sure the Padres will try to find a place for to him, have him around. in the organization to have him around. Uh, I mean, it seems like it would be silly to just say, hey, bye, Craig. See you later, you know, and then never talk to him again. He's he's just too well liked and respected. You can still offer some of that leadership. I know it means more from a guy when you're actually out there competing, but, but you know, that's why you have coaches and, and, and you know, the, the, there's, they can give their experience to the younger players as well without actually having to go and pitch 50 innings over the course of a season. Well,
2: and, yeah, I mean, it's not like they haven't seen him out there competing before. It's not like a, hey, we're going to bring in, you know, a guy from a different organization for veteran leadership that's not pitching. He's there. He's a padre. You know, it's part of the fabric of who he is. And he is a really, really good dude. And, yeah, man, I – uh, for a guy with that kind of career you want him to be able to walk away on his terms and and clearly uh it's not it's not on his terms it's it's due to injury and that's a bummer
4: but it it does open up maybe a spot or, or at least makes you you don't have to make that decision of knocking someone off the 40-man roster if he signs a minor league deal you know you got you're gonna have to pick someone to take you know take his spot if if you if you want to put him on the roster jay groom threw another four scoreless innings on friday and a one nothing loss to the royals he's continuing to push for either a spot in the rotation or at least a a long bullpen kind of flex option. But my two favorite quotes of the weekend both came on Saturday.
2: I think I know where you're going. The
4: first one was from Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, I remember how to hit (laughs) after going 0 for spring training. I had two hits on Saturday against the White Sox. (laughs) Drove the ball well. Double, single, first came off Mike Clevenger up the middle and then uh, really roped a double. Uh, to go two for three, and afterwards, I think just in a small little, you know, I mean, it was probably directed at people like you know me, yeah, who hey, were just you know wondering when it was going to happen. He was like, I, I remember how to hit everybody. I haven't forgotten how to do it, and uh, he certainly uh, erased any of the questions. God, and I wish doubts. he would have just
1: looked right into the camera. And hey, Ben Higgins, I remember. Yeah, I remember how I, remember how to hit. I didn't. Ben's. I
4: didn't say. I thought he had forgotten how to hit. I just wondered. What do you want to trade? How me long to? it would take for him to you know really remember how to hit, and now he seems to have remembered. The other quote that was great was from 16-year-old Ethan Salas, uh, who after going into his first spring training game, catching four innings, uh, had a a ground out in his at-bat, said, age is just a number. That is, Well, I mean, it's kind of true, but still, when you're 16 years old and you're playing against big leaguers, like real big league baseball players, you're not supposed to be able to do that. No, you're not. It,
2: It makes no sense. It, it's truly it's it defies every bit of logic and uh it defies everything that we know about the game of baseball I mean again you have a you'll have catchers ben that are like 21 and they're like yeah he's he's just not seasoned enough guy's been catching you know eight nine years since he was a little kid and they're like nah no he's 16 years old in there and he look his hands man if you watch him behind the dish his hands are They're phenomenal. Bob Melvin commented on
4: how soft, he said, his his receiving skills, his hands were.
2: Somebody put out a a nice little video of of Weathers throwing to him. And uh, for all of you out there, and I know there's still some that don't quite, um, haven't grasped the new way of catching, which is to show a target, drop your hands, and then you, it's so, um, it's mesmerizing when you watch it, when it's done well, and Ethan Salas does it well. So you show a target. So Ben, I want you to throw that cutter away. I'm going to show you the target. As you're into your windup, I drop my hand. The umpire is the one that really—it's how you steal more strikes. Instead of doing the, I'm going to keep it my, I'm going to keep Hold it, it stiff, forever right there. And then yeah. you kind of manipulate your hands. You drop it, and then you softly catch it, and it looks like a strike damn near every time. It's really brilliant. And he's down on one knee at times as well it's the way that they're teaching it now. So when people are watching Campesano last year going, "I don't like how he drops his glove." It's how they're teaching it in this organization and really it's how they're teaching it in most organizations now. So the
4: ironic part is if they go to the electronic strike zone, it's not going to matter in the least bit. No, it, it, what it looks it, like or how soft it is when it, as long as you just let, don't let it get past you. Yeah. Is they going to be the only job of a catcher at that well, point. Alan, you're
2: still going to have to throw guys out. You still have, There's a lot
4: to yes, the position. Yes, I, I get it. Yes. And it, you still have to you know call the game and you have to give the pitcher confidence and a good target sure. and things like that. But in terms of stealing strikes, stealing strikes, that won't happen anymore. I do
2: wonder I do wonder if there's a
4: way to
2: manipulate the ball back into the zone to where it... Because don't, I don't know exactly the point uh, of where it... I it,
4: think it's where it crosses the front of the, the plate. The front of the plate. So I, well, I somebody think, will figure it out I don't think the catcher is going to be able to do anything about it well
2: then by that logic then you're basically saying you could put Luke Voigt in catcher's gear because he's a big target as long as you can catch it yeah. like we're in good shape kind of. I don't know that that's going to be entirely the case I think they'll still teach ways to manipulate my guess somehow. is
4: you know they'll they'll be teaching ways to you know hit the target in that All right, I wanted to put the the right here, because if he hits a slider the right spot, it's gonna just tick the edge and it's gonna look like a ball. Strike zone. It's gonna look like a ball, but it's gonna be a strike. So you catch it right you target it right there, and it's gonna be almost unhittable. I think that'll be the new kind of catching skill is knowing exactly where to put your mid where if the pitcher throws the pitch the way he wants to, it's gonna be a wacky strike. It's gonna be
2: one of those where you're like, God dang it, that is not a strike. But I guess by the letter of the law. By the way, his at-bat was pretty impressive. And if I'm the opposing pitcher, and I think this is exactly what happened, I don't remember who was throwing for the White Sox at the time, you see, and you know, you know that this kid's 16 years old. You know 16-year-old prospect Ethan Salas is coming to the dish for his first real professional A.B. He threw him some nasty bouncing junk salas looked at it like and just spit on it just was like bfd like he couldn't have cared less next one hit it he wrapped it pretty good uh to second base but yeah man there's a lot to be excited about you certainly wonder you certainly wonder how that's going to progress
4: padres won that game six to five uh yesterday rook ned O'Dor homer twice in a game against the a's down in mesa uh, Adrian Morejon, though a little concerning, uh, allowed four runs and then exited with some elbow pain. One of the guys, you know, possibly some depth in the starting rotation. We'll I'm sure get an update today uh, from Padres spring training. The A's ended up winning that game, eight to six uh, today. The Padres will take on the San Francisco Giants at the Peoria Sports Complex, one ten. Now that the time has changed, we get the little later starts. Uh, Julio Tehran, one of the pitchers scheduled to throw again, and And he's been pretty solid throughout this spring. We'll see if he can keep it up against a divisional opponent, the San Francisco Giants, uh, today. So uh, that's a little Padres update. We'll come back. Hour number two is next. we got Take On Woods ahead. Uh, Also more on the NCAA tournament. Stick around. Uh, Get ready to call in, 833-288-0973. As we return on Bennett Woods, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3
3: The Fan.